0: I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. No, no, no. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. Three sixty in the contract. Never that. i just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that this that this that jerk with the back <laughs> in the
1: house
0: Oh welcome. You are locked on at the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, Media Member of MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Contributor at Mavs.com, constantly mocking me during this intro every single day. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well,
1: I did have for you a different intro because Wow. Uh,
0: because Nick already
1: Nick messed up his recording. So we went like, oh what, five minutes deep into no. a pod and
0: four minutes. Yeah.
1: I tell this big whole, whole long thing about playing dodgeball at my church uh, and he's, today, and, he's
0: and complaining, whining about his sore shoulder.
1: I'm super sore from it because we're not uh, we're not in the high school anymore. Like those days where you could just play dodgeball and you know, throw things as hard as you can and not feel it. And now I feel it in my arm. So I asked I asked you a little bit ago if you could face anybody in a game of dodgeball in the NBA, and you could put any player in the NBA on the opposing team. Ooh. Who would you Who would you pick? And you can't say any of the guys you named earlier.
0: Okay, I'm thinking Harden because he turns the ball over so much that.
1: Oh my God. He would just
0: miss every single throw, I feel like.
1: If, it got, if the ball gets anywhere close to him, he just falls over. He just falls down, yeah. It's like, where's the foul, ref? <laughs> uh, for the sake of the pod, ask, ask, ask me who I, I would have. You just made me do a spit take, like a legit <laughs> spit take. Ask me who I'd have, I would have.
0: Okay, Isaac, if you had to face oh. one player in dodgeball. One NBA player. Who would it be? Dwayne
1: Wade. Oh, Let's go. wow.
0: Shocked. No way. <laughs> Dwayne Wade would sling it right at your head and just hit you. Concussion.
1: I, I would block it with one of his uh, World Tour hats.
0: <laughs> Can we stop with the World Tour? All right. We're done talking about Dwayne Wade. We didn't, the stupidest Mavs thing didn't even I've ever seen that. in my life. All right. Today on the podcast, we will talk very briefly about the Mavericks' epic collapse at home, by the way, against the Memphis Grizzlies. Just... One of the more baffling games recently. I mean, we do not believe the Mavericks are trying to lose on purpose. But if the Mavericks were trying to lose on purpose, and if there was a person that was trying to make an argument that the Mavericks were losing on purpose, if the Mavericks were taken to court um, for for, for, for tanking, let's say, instead of maybe other things, if they were taken to court and you had to make a case to say they were tanking or they weren't tanking, Exhibit A. This game against the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> a one hundred and eleven to eighty one loss at home where they're awesome. And the Grizzlies had a thirty six point
1: lead at one point. <laughs> um Yes. It, it, it's it was hard. All that to say it was bad. It, oh my gosh. It was absolutely brutal. I did not and, watch
0: a minute of it, to be honest, and I think oh, I saved wow. myself lots of grief.
1: We uh We've been talking about this this Memphis matchup for a while because it's going to be huge when it comes to the loss column. Because going into these last twenty something games of the season, they Dallas plays Memphis three times. You know, you play you play these teams inside your division four times a year. They've only played Memphis one time outside of this final like stretch, basically. So playing Memphis three times, when it comes to the loss column, there you know realistically Dallas isn't going to catch Atlanta. Well, I don't want to say catch. Dallas isn't going to fall as low as as Atlanta. So there's those couple teams in between Atlanta at five and where Dallas is setting. You know you have the New Orleans, Memphis uh, teams of the world. So Memphis is one of those teams where you look at it and you say, man, that's those three games could make or break either side of where they land in the standings because let's say, you know, and we were curious in how Dallas would approach those games because if Dallas goes out and they lose three games to Memphis, that's obviously three more wins for Memphis in the win column and three more losses in, in the, the column for Mavericks, and that directly affects each other going up and down. So, And same thing for Memphis. So I was super intrigued going into the game, how Dallas would approach it, and um, we got our answer. Yeah, let's say they didn't really approach it. <laughs> I mean, they went 7 for 40 from three-pointer. So <laughs> that does not help. That uh, that's unbelievable. Here here is a key. And this will sum the game uh, game up entirely. Okay, Brad Townsend is uh, one of the best beat writers in, in, in Dallas and stuff. Writes for the Dallas Morning News. Shout out when when Brad Brad's main story about the game is about a fan mm-hmm. who caught Luka Doncic going out of bounds and he stopped him from falling. <laughs> and Brad's main it's story about the right there. Brad's main story about the game is about the fan who stopped Luca from falling over in the stands. When that's your main story, that shows you that there is nothing on the court that, that was worth writing about that night. Uh, which was a great story, by the way, and it was really it, you know it was an out of box idea. It was awesome for uh, that Brad wrote that and it was good it was fun to read. but it, it's just it, that's telling of how the game went.
0: <laughs> He's an American hero. If you're listening to the podcast, reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Van Exit. Isaac is at Isaac L Harris. We're at Locked On Mavs. Reach out and we would uh, we bring love to you on you. the
1: pod and describe it. <laughs> love to thank whole... you
0: for your service. Yeah, we'll bring you on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah. So, so as far as the tank standings, if we want to get into that, the Hawks are actually kind of good. The Hawks are like scrappy now. Oh, <laughs> the Hawks are doing things. They have a better record than the Mavericks since like the turn of the year. Yeah. Uh, like in 2019 there's there's a scenario where let's see they have 22 wins right now the Mavericks have 27 I could see them go on a little like five wins and 10 game
1: stretch the Hawks nah.
0: no no they uh, they have
1: done that <laughs> they have done okay, that Oh yeah well, I could see them do oh, okay do they have the talent to like get hot maybe but it yeah it's just you no know, I'd have to look at the Hawks schedule and even that I think they know I mean they're gonna. They got. They got to
0: ramp it up a little bit here.
1: Yeah, yeah. As but, far as, I mean, the, hey, they have a, a player that's in the running for a, a major award in the league. So he
0: is in the running. As far as no, we'll, t- we'll talk about that, we're gonna go all into the Luca trick, the Luca Doncic Trey Young. I guess debate we can call joke?
1: it. joke. Ain't no freaking debate. A debate we can call it. I texted Nick the other day. I said, "Hey, I'm. Ca- I might fly in fiery Isaac for this podcast just to talk about the stupid." Luca versus it's not even a con, like it's, I don't even know, but anyway, we're going to talk about it because well, we like to talk about Which side
0: Isaac is going to take on this one, but of course, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that because it because because Trey's play as of late has kind of made this a thing on Twitter. Not very many, you know, reputable people are saying that Trey should win rookie of the year or anything like that, but I think that comparing those two is, is very interesting. Um, the rest of the tank standings, though. we talked that phoenix and new york have kind of separated themselves from the rest cleveland has won a couple (laughs) games here and there chicago is winning some games
1: wait phoenix won the other day didn't they
0: phoenix is 13 and 51 new york is didn't they just win though
1: 50 who'd they beat
0: they haven't had any major wins recently they're right there keep going and then there's Atlanta, Memphis, Washington, and then Dallas. I did not expect to be back here. I mean, the Mavericks are in the same spot pretty much that they were uh, two drafts ago with Dennis, when they drafted Dennis, right? Like, they're, they're an eighth right now in the tank standings.
1: Yeah. 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 One of the questions I ask myself sometimes when it when it came to this uh, Luka trade and stuff, you know, obviously you, you do the deal a hundred times out of a hundred times. You get freaking Luka Doncic. What if they got a top 10 protection instead of top 5? I don't think I don't think they would have done it cuz the- when you hear Travis- yeah, yeah, they wouldn't have done it, but I'm saying like how that would have, you know, thinking of it now like and you oh, wouldn't man, that you wouldn't get Luka 10. then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't get Luka, but like you the greedy side of you. I'm like, "Oh man, if that was like top 8 protected, you know?" The fact that they got 5 was is pretty amazing to me because hearing Travis yeah.
0: Schlenk the other day on Woj's podcast talk about the Luka trade and say we wanted to, we needed to get a lottery pick for it you know we that's what we wanted to get and so they got it but they only got what uh six through 14 yeah as a potential spot if they want if they were going to get a lottery pick now obviously it could have gone the mavericks could have made the playoffs and been different but yeah I, I, I just don't think it would have would have happened but no yeah it's interesting all right let's take a quick break and when we come back We'll get into it. We'll get into the Luca Luca, Trey Young Rookie of the Year slash unfair comparison debate. All right, Isaac. Do you want to just start? Do you want to just get something off your chest?
1: <laughs> the Rookie of the Year award is, is a season-long award. This is so cool that... Um, that Trey and we want to preface is that Trey Young is an amazing player. Like he no, is, he's terrible. He, he's so he bad. is he is amazing. Like he he is super fun to watch. <laughs> that four overtime game the other day was incredible. Uh, the I mean, give Luca four overtimes and let's we'll see what numbers he puts up.
0: But <laughs> yeah, uh, did you see did you see Nick Young Swaggy P the other day? People yeah. have tweeted me this over and over again. I think it's pretty funny that uh, that Nick Young. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Someone just tweeted it to me. Shout out to Dragon Dot. Dragon Dot. Shout out to you. You just tweeted this to me. Huh. Nick Young said, he tweeted the gra- the ESPN graphic of, of Luca or not Luca of Trey Young. It just says, 49 points, 16 assists, 6 of 13 from 3. That's all it says. It doesn't say any minutes or anything like that or any other attempts. He says, I told y'all. I told y'all that last name means buckets. Roy, don't let the Mavs hype blind y'all from what's going on in the A. Well besides the smoke that you're blowing up the a um i just he played 50 minutes <laughs> i mean the guy fit, what did he play 55 minutes in that game yes 49 points it's impressive the 16 assists is is impressive for sure he puts up numbers and he's doing really well i mean he's, he's playing he's his shot has finally come around since i just did a video on this you can go to Free Dawkins, Um on YouTube and check out my video of Luca and, and Trey Young because it's kind of, it is kind of a debate right now. People are, people are having now we're not having it on this podcast as far as Trey Young winning rookie of the year, but this tear recently has really helped him and at least brought him back into people's minds as a candidate. Cause it didn't seem like there were any candidates before.
1: No, I mean, Jaron Jackson, before he got hurt, he yes. looked like he was going to be the clear number two. And Trey Young looks like he's the clear number two at this point. And, you know, Trey's last three games, he's had 49 points, 36 and 36. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, that's three games. That's not three months. So Luca has put, and, and we're, I have, man, I have a bunch of different numbers and stuff that I'm going to throw out on this pod today. And uh, just talking about the two because right now, I mean, I feel like we we both get so many tweets a day from random Mavs fans that are, oh my gosh, this debate's so stupid. Luca and Trey and like all this stuff, and it's just not even a it's not even a conversation at this point. You know, Andy Bailey um, had a thread today of a bunch of Luca Trey stats, and they're they're great. And he pretty much just said, like, it's not even a contest. Like, why why is this? A Twitter debate and it's happening on Twitter because it's just a a recency thing and Trey has had a good pass I mean it like you look at some of these games that yeah he's had a pass you know good past three games but I mean it was just not too long a few weeks ago he had 16 points and then 13 points and then 10 points like yeah these past three games have been incredible but I I have I have more stuff on that but it's a whole season long award and what Luka has done uh, from the beginning of the season until now, go back and look at some of Trey's numbers. Uh, back uh through a whole span in, in like November, December, and stuff. Nowhere close to where he's at now. So compare that to where Luca's consistency for the whole season. That's that's what separates everything, and it's it's not even a debate.
0: I took it in the video I just did. And again, you can go look at it at the Free Dawkins YouTube channel, who I work for, by the way. It's very, very exciting. I'm excited to, yeah. to do that. This is, now, this is now my full-time job is doing this podcast, doing videos. Uh, it's, it's very exciting. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see where that takes me. I, I, I kind of feel like I've finally done it. It's been a long ride on this whole path to try and make this my job. And here we are.
1: Hey, there's nobody that deserves it more than than Nick. He is one of the most talented dudes in all of sports media, so uh it's just beginning.
0: Say more nice things, Isaac.
1: <laughs> well, I have nothing nice to say about the Lakers, but <laughs> I will keep on talking about uh, Trey Trey Young and Luka. So, but
0: in my video though, I take it as before December 12th when they met that game on ESPN that they played and then after December 12th. And so when they met on December 12th, the Mavericks remember, if you remember, were 15 and 11, <laughs> they were 7th, 7th in the in the West, and we were talking about playoffs like it was a real thing. And Luke was averaging 18, 18 points, 6.8 rebounds, 4.4 assists, a steal, 3.5 turnovers, and he was shooting uh, just under 37% from 3. And Trey Young was was at like 15 points, just under 3 rebounds, 7 assists, which is good, but he was shooting 38% from the field and 24% from 3. And it was that shooting, just that that kind of struggle. And then there was Summer League, too, that kind of put a bad taste in everybody's mouth as far as Trey and and had him – they had him pegged too early as a guy that was going to be a bust. And I also look in the video – I'm kind of ruining the whole video, but there's a lot more in it, you know, film and stuff that I break down. But these draft night trades have been so one-sided for so long. I went through a ton of different examples. Uh, The craziest one was um, Scottie Pippen. In the 1987 draft, the SuperSonics traded their first-round pick, who was Scottie Pippen, with another first-round pick <laughs> to the Bulls for this guy named uh, Odin Polynice. Have you ever heard of Odin Polynice, Isaac?
1: Polynice. Oh my gosh! What? Uh, no, I was going to say I he never. For the Jazz. I had never heard of him either. No, I've heard of him, but I want to say he played for the Jazz, but I can't remember now.
0: So they traded for him, and then another
1: first-round pick.
0: And obviously, Scottie Bibbin went on to be like a Hall of Famer. The Dirk trade, we all know for sure for, for Robert Trailer, The Kobe Bryant trade for Vladi Divac. We have a whole, just a whole bunch of trades. These, these trades that have just been so one-sided for so long, these draft night trades. And so when we get these draft night trades, it, it's kind of this, we get in this cycle of, okay, who won the trade, who won the trade? They do trade grades and all this stuff. And we want to be able to pick out a winner. And we want the decision to be easy. We want it to be an easy target. We want Trey Young to be this guy that fails automatically so we can say, Oh, the Mavericks fleeced the, the Hawks. They got him so bad because they traded with them. They got their guy, and then the Hawks went and picked the wrong guy that they they shouldn't have got. And so after the summer league, it's in summer league in July, he plays awful. Like Trey Young <laughs> he just couldn't hit a shot pretty much. And you have that whole time up until the start of the season, up until, you know, early October to break it down and we have more media than ever and guys like us are doing a podcast year round and talking about, you know, the the Trey Young Luca thing. It's not even debate. Luca didn't play summer league. So all we had was just the the people that still believed in Luca, which were us and, you know, obviously a bunch of other people. And then they you know, we had all those people making the case for Luca. And then the Trey Young people that were making the case for Trey Young were kinda, you know, back on their heels because he hadn't played very well. And so coming into the season you had this narrative of the Mavericks fleeced the Hawks, and they just did so well in this trade. They, obvi- they obviously won the trade far beyond. And so you go through that, the, the whole beginning of the season, Luka has these crazy moments, these crazy clutch shots, the Portland shot, he had the Minnesota shot, he has the, the shot against the Lakers where he tied the game, all these different things. And so the narrative fit what everyone thought the narrative was at the beginning. And so it went along with it. And now these last couple of games, this last couple of weeks, you have Trey Young, you know, Showing himself and saying, here, look, this is what I can do. And he's, he's played pretty well since, you know, December 12th, if you want me to bring up his number since then. He was, uh, since December 12th, Trey Young, 20 points per game, four rebounds, eight assists, a steal, four turnovers a game, shooting 43.6% from the field, 39.4% from three, and 83% from the line. I mean...
1: Those are that's yeah, good, are but the, really good numbers. To, too bad the season didn't start on December twelfth, though.
0: Right, right. But I, but I, what I'm saying is he's had this kind of comeuppance and he's played really well, and so now people are starting to say, could we change the narrative a little bit? And can you know, it can it be different? Because it gets stale after a while, right? That there's yeah. no there's no debate in well, if Luca's just going to be the the overall rookie of the year, and there's no debate. Then what's the re- why even? you know, talk about it or think about it, then all of a sudden there's sort of a, a little glimmer of, oh, can we change this a little bit and make it actually a real conversation?
1: I mean, can the narrative change for the Hawks? Yes. Can he win rookie of the year? No. Like that that's the thing not, of can can, the narrative, uh, what can if he, the narrative
0: what if the rest of the season he still he, he drops thirty points every single game for here on from here on out?
1: No, he would have to average forty and ten a game. No, I think if if he keeps dropping thirty because then, if he keeps doing that, he event- would have to average. Okay, he would have to drop thirty and ten a game, and Luca set out the remaining games. What if Luca goes on an actual slump? But what does Luca's slumps look like? The here, here I tweeted this out today. This is this is the month. Ever this is the month that got everybody talking was the month of February, in, in which people thought that he lost ground. That people thought that Trey g- gained ground on Luca in the month of February. Luka averaged 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. Then he played 8 games that month. In those 8 games, he scored 18 points or more in all of those games, 20, 20 points or more in 6 out of 8, and 35 points once. He had 6 double-doubles and 2 triple-doubles. That's the month in which people thought he lost ground on the Rookie of the Year award? Come on, get out of here. Because Trey Young drops 30 points a couple times? Come on!
0: It's not that he—it's
1: not that he lost
0: ground. Some people will say that he lost ground. He didn't really. It's that there's another name in the mix. It was a new name. The Jaron- It's Jack- not even a mix, J- though. Yeah, it is.
1: He's in a people, whole different like. People if are going to vote if, on it
0: though, and he's going to get second. If sexy. you're mixing
1: things in a bowl, like Luke is in his own bowl, then you mix mixing other names like Jan Jackson, he's the oil Trey, and Luca's and the water or, <laughs> or Luca's the oil and Trey. Luke is Young's in the a water, whole different. Whichever like, one falls like, to
0: the top, I think oil oil goes on top of water, so <laughs> Luca's the oil.
1: Luke is not in any type of mix when it comes to rookie of the year award.
0: So like Trey Young's like a salad, and and uh, Luca's not the the dried cranberries in the salad. <laughs> Don't give me a start on salad. Again. Did you try any more salads? Heck
1: no. That's like for rabbits. I'm done with salad. I think
0: we had more people tweet us about salads after we did that whole segment on salads.
1: Uh, uh, probably so many people at people DM me giving me their salad advice, which I super, I really, really do appreciate. But I found a nice little routine now, and some things are working. So good for you, good for you.
0: It's that <laughs> he's he's in the conversation just because, just for the sole reason that he is a rookie and he's playing well. That's it. Okay. Also.
1: Kevin Hurd plays okay, well so, too. Okay, so so and Trey. Are, conversation. So
0: Lu- Trey is averaging, uh, eighteen points a game. Right now, Luca is averaging I, just. Well, he's under. He's averaging twenty. The last two rookies in the same season to average eighteen or more points per game. Can you guess? Uh, LeBron and Melo. LeBron and Mello in two thousand four. That's the last time two rookies have done this. So Trey Young's Melo and. There you and go, LeBron. It was obvious that he was going to win Rookie of the Year. But.
1: What a great, what a great actual. comparison, right there. LeBron is won Tra- Rookie of the Year. Is right? Trey Young going to be a point guard version of Melo for his career? No, a way better which, passer, actual passer. Well, Melo, I mean, I think Melo's good. So. Way look worse, at their actual, way worse on defense, which is kind of like I don't know. Look at their actual numbers right now when it comes to average. Because I want to, actually want to approach this right now and look at some different things. Because I pulled some different things for this conversation of what, what, what are Trey Young. Um, Stan's arguments right now against or for him being over Luka. Yeah, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's let's try
0: and figure out if there are actual arguments for, for Trey Young versus Luka or act, to actually be in the same conversation in the rookie of the year race. No. All right, Isaac. So let's say that we were... Trey Young stands. Let's say we were. What's that Rashad guy that's on Twitter that always is saying that Luca is going to be a bust and that Trey Young is the real guy. That
1: dude gets on my nerves because I love Yoda from Star Wars. Yeah, he, he tries to. He tries to. Yes, no. Yoda is like ten times better than you, dude. No, anyway, I don't even that guys out there. <laughs> uh, just look at their basic numbers first. A lot of people just a lot of people will pull up their do the player comparison on Basketball Reference and look at their basic number basic averages. Luca has better averages in points per game, rebounds per game, steals per games, three point percentage, and field goal percentage. Okay, uh, so what's Trey better in? Uh, he ha- he averages two more assists per game. Okay, I give you that, bro. Um, he's better in free throw percentage. That, I mean, that's huge. That's like a ten percent difference. He's
0: averaging two more assists per game, but after the Dennis trade, Luca is averaging two more assists per game than he was. Okay, so he could, he could actually catch him on that. He's not going to catch him because L- trade just gets a lot of usage. But I don't know. He shot the ball thirty five times yesterday. Um, he's pass first th- though. He he takes all these shots, but he is pass first. I've watched. A he's bunch an of incredible pass. Watched a bunch he, of. His he really games is. recently,
1: and, and he is he is a pass first guard. I'll give that. Okay, this stat. This stat will kind of uh, this stat made me raise my eyebrows. Trey has played a thousand more minutes this season than Luca. He's played five more games than Luka, Okay, he has seventy. He he is he's seventy total points behind Luka and he's played almost a thousand more minutes than Luka. Do you not find that kind of funny? Wait, say that again. Went over my head. So, total, total minutes played for the season. Yeah. Trey, Trey, Trey Young has played 1, 1,953 minutes. Total minutes played for Luka this season is 1,863. So, that's what? Not, um,
0: 100-something. How many more? Huh? 100-something more minutes, right?
1: 100, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said 1,000. It's 100-something more minutes. And he has 70 less total points and... Fifty-six more turnovers than Luca. Yeah, he does turn the ball over
0: a lot, but his assist to turnover ratio is is better than Luca's, even with the more more turnovers. Okay, okay, that's why. But I still, because because like Travis Schlenk, talk, the GM of the Hawks talks about how Trey just tries a whole bunch of stuff. Like he he tries a whole bunch of um passes, like between the legs and stuff like that 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 people wouldn't try. Which you know, Luca does the same thing, but.
1: Yeah, but I feel like turnovers people bring up about Luca sometimes. I'm like, um, excuse me, tap the mic. Well, he, he, Trey has he was averaging four a turnovers. game, which is what Trey's averaging now, like four turnovers a game, and he's brought that down. He's at
0: like three and a half or something right now. Okay. Um, That's why it's not a conversation with Luka anymore, the turnovers is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. By the way, this was it, rookie of the year when, LeBron, when it was LeBron and Melo. LeBron got 78 first place votes and Melo got 40. Okay. Is it gonna be even that close with Luca and Trey? No,
1: it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. So, no. Um <sighs> Should we compare triple doubles this season? Nope. We shouldn't go down that route either. Uh, well, team this, records that's unfair because Trey is never gonna get rebounds like Luca. <laughs> not
0: my fault. Um <laughs> This is the thing, this is the thing that I don't understand about the whole Trey and Luca debate, and I talk about it in my video. It's an unfair comparison because they're just not they're not even the same player. They play so different. There's they play different you know styles; they play different positions, and they're only going to get compared because they got traded for each other, and because they're rookies in the same class. See, only well, they year.
1: both handle the ball too, Even, and they're both the primary scoring option for their teams. That that's a similarity.
0: Yeah, but we don't compare Lillard and Paul George.
1: No, but I wouldn't. But Luca's <laughs> more know? of a point guard than Paul George is, though. That's why the, I, if if Luca was Jaron Jackson, then uh, completely different type of roles. But Luca does play the point guard role now. And he has the ball in his hands a lot and makes those type of decisions. So I think it's closer than if it was a bit like a DeAndre Aiden or Bagley or something compared. Luca, wouldn't you say that Luca is a better comparison to those guys though because of how much he handles the ball?
0: I guess it's still just not a good comparison. You can't be like, you know it's if it, this is like the have you ever seen that little cartoon where it's just a bunch of animals lined up in a line? and said so this is like our standardized test in America where the teacher comes up and says, hey, whoever can climb that tree
1: passes the test. I haven't seen it, but I hate standardized tests. And so
0: they're, so it's like climb the tree, and it's, a, it's like a fish in a fishbowl and like a whale and like a monkey and a bird. And you're like, well, we're treating them all like they're the exact same when they all have different skills, different abilities. And some of them obviously can't climb a tree. The trail never averages as many rebounds as Luca because he's, just, he's a different kind of human different sized human <laughs> i was gonna so say different what, kind of animal but i'm not gonna okay answer this
1: what <laughs> should trey average more than luca in then assists for sure because he's he's okay the, but the, but he only averages two more and l- literally if you put luca next it okay if right now would you bet your life on luca averaging less assists than than trey young next season if luca is the primary point guard yeah probably okay we're bringing in chris asperzingas this is gonna be a different team next year I know, but my thing is if if Luca was playing the exact same role he played after Dennis, he I think he would be averaging the same amount of assists as Trey if he had played that role the whole season. And if we actually had some people that could shoot the ball. Yeah,
0: yeah how about that? <laughs>
1: I would like to see where their
0: potential assists are. I'm going to look that up real quick because I feel like uh,
1: – Yeah, I'll just go through some random things I have not uh, noted down here. Uh, Trey Young has had 10, 10 games this season in which he has scored under 10 points. Uh, Luca has four of those. Not the end of the world, but I'm just throwing at you tiny little things. The, there's a couple. There's is, games through the there. It's for sure. He scored like four points and five points, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, cool. That's the guy you want. Uh, yeah, Isaac,
0: but how player. many of those games did they win?
1: Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, I put on here team records are a wash. Don't be trying to say that Dallas has a few more wins than uh, – no. Like our yeah is horrible. Count there, so don't don't try to make that argument if you're trying but
0: to – But you know, do you take it in the sense, though, that the, the Mavericks are in the west and the Hawks are in the east?
1: Uh, and so no, the Mavericks' yeah. wins
0: should mean more than the Hawks' losses. Do you even take that into consideration?
1: I don't take no. If we're all down there in that jump, that jumble together in the loss column, no, I don't really. No. Um, Rookie of the month awards. Wow, Luca's four for four. Hats off to Luca. What a great. Uh, and the rest of the top five
0: won. is in is in Luca's conference too.
1: Yes. So man, DeAndre, you have a Aiden, lot of- Jaren Jackson, Marvin Bagley. I have a ton of competition. Uh, shout out to Trey Young. Your competition's Kevin Knox, Mo Bamba, uh, and, and Mo Bamba, and Colin Sexton, and uh, Bye, Mo. So Trey Young is three for four on Rookie of the Month awards, and uh, he lost one of them to Kevin Knox, who won the Rookie of the Month award in I think it was December, maybe or, or yeah December. Okay, so, so total um, assists for the for the season,
0: assists per game. So Trey is at what seven point eight. And Luca is at five point six. Yes, Trey Young is averaging fourteen potential, fourteen point seven potential assists, and Luca is averaging ten point
1: nine. Okay,
0: so Trey misses out on essentially seven assists per game, and Luca misses out on like five. It's about double each way. They're they're each
1: yeah, but anyway,
0: it's about the, it's about the same ratio if you're going to take it that direction.
1: Um, if you follow PER, if you care about that stuff, Luca has a higher PR at 19, 19 and a half compared to Trey at 15 and a half, basically. Now, now the other stats that
0: you should take into consideration are the clutch stats. And I go deep into that on my video that you guys should go watch comparing these two. Um, okay. So here's some, here's some stats for you. Some clutch stats. There's only six rookies. I tweeted this today. There's only six rookies uh, in the NBA with a positive plus minus minus in clutch games.
1: You want to? You want to try to guess who they are? Only six rookies. Lord no. I think you'd have to. Well, finding rookies that play in the clutch is hard enough. Trey like. and Luca, Jaron Jackson
0: Jr., Marvin Bagley, Kevin Herter, and Jalen yeah. and Jalen Brunson. Heck yeah! How about that?
1: Hey, shout out to my piece on Brunson coming out very soon. Hey. It could be out on Monday. It's a it's a fairly long piece. I've, I've, I warn you, it's one of the longer ones I've written, but I talked to a lot of people, and it's a deep dive in Brunson. We'll talk about it the pod, but anyway. All
0: right, I'll give a couple more stats, and then we'll finish. There's only 23 players in the whole NBA who have taken 60 shots in the clutch. 23 total players, not rookies, just all players. 23 players taking 60 shots in clutch situations. That's a game within five points with five minutes or less left to play. That's what NBA.com you know, grants clutch stats as. Out of those players, Luca is second in field goal percentage at fifty point eight, and Trey Young is seventeenth in field goal percentage at thirty eight point one. That's that's wow. the big diff. That's a big difference. That and and seventeenth is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, he's above guys like Westbrook and Lillard and Donovan Mitchell and guys like that. And I mean, thirty eight percent is not good, but he's still shooting better than some actual all stars. So those those are the kind of stats that I feel like we should should look at. As far as their differences. And Jerry Young has coughed it up uh, 13 times in the clutch. And Luka has only had six turnovers in the clutch. And they've played just about the same minutes. That's where I think Can that's kind of what separates them. Plus the consistency.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, Luka's, uh, Luka in the clutch, you feel like it's automatic. And yeah, I mean, you went through some of his big shots that he had early <laughs> in the season. I mean... We're grading Trey Young on this Luca curve, which is kind of unfair to
0: him, right? That Luca is like this no, but um, this amazing it, rookie in the clutch that just came out, and nobody has done this before, and now he's getting graded against this guy. I mean, well, why, any other year he'd be the runaway rookie of the year for sure.
1: While we're talking about it is because this is what fans are talking about. I have a few things. I have Andy Bailey's stat or his stat. He uh, tweeted out today. He said Luca Doncic tops Trey Young in points a game, true shooting percentage, rebounds a game, more than double, steals per game, blocks per game, and every catch all stat you can think of. This this is the funny uh, funny part of Andy and he goes super deep dive in some of these things but he goes sort every player with 500 plus minutes by the average of their ranks in 10 catchalls Lucas Lucas number 36 Trey's at number 227 <laughs> So, I know it's hard to understand on a podcast and saying all this stuff. Just go to Andy Bailey's Twitter and uh, you can see he goes on a thread explaining how it's not even a, a contest. But this is one thing I'll, I'll mention this my, my last thing for you that I found I was really interested in. And I looked up two man lineups, okay? Two man lineups that, uh, that have played or that Trey and Luca have played in this year and how many of them uh, have a, a positive net rating, okay? And I know a lot of this is subjective, and you know, hold whatever weight you can, you want to put it in.
0: It's not subjective; it's relative. It's relative to their team and what position they're in. And subjective means that there would be an opinion involved.
1: Okay, but some people would w- might put weight in this. Some people might not, and say, okay, whatever, all this stuff. Luca, these are the players that Luca has a positive net rating with this season, in just two man lineups and just two man lineups. So Luca and somebody else, they have a positive net, net, net rating. And this is considering the consider the Mavericks record, okay? Dorian Finney Smith, obviously. Maxi, Dwight, JJ Barea, Sala Mejri, <laughs> Jackson, Dirk and Tim Hardaway. It's eight players that Luca has a positive net rating with. Having on a the positive season.
0: plus minus <laughs> or having a positive net rating with Tim Hardaway Jr. in the games that they have played so far
1: is kind of incredible. <laughs> um, Do you want to take a shot on how many teammates? So that's eight teammates that Luca has a positive net rating with in two-man lineups. Do you want to take a shot on how many teammates Trey Young has a positive net rating with in two-man lineups?
0: Well, Trey Young's defense is so bad that I think it takes down his... I wonder if he even has a positive net rating himself.
1: One player, Cap- Tyler Dorsey. Oh, <laughs> One player in Tyler Dorsey, and they've only played 100 minutes together. That's the only player on not John Collins, not Kevin Herter, not anybody else in that team, not Vince Carter. (laughs) Love Vince Carter. Um, (laughs) None of his teammates, he has a positive net rating. Luka has eight of them, which is incredible. And I tweeted this out today about Luka and JJ, and this stat is kind of crazy it had nothing to do with Trey young but of two man lineups that have played at least 230 minutes together this season okay only 20 of those lineups have a positive net rating at 15 plus or higher that's a lot of stats thrown at you real quick a lot of numbers but pretty much of the most common two man lineups that played 230 minutes together there's only 20 of them that have a super high net rating a 15 up Milwaukee has 6 of them and find the trend here. Find the trend. Milwaukee has six of them. Toronto has three of them. balt I mean Baltimore. Boston has three of them. Golden State has two. And then Denver, Portland, Houston, San Antonio have one. Minnesota has one. And Dallas has one. Dallas, one of the like worst records in the league, has one but and that's Luka and JJ Barrett at a plus fifteen point eight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty that, – that right there I, I found really interesting because obviously these are all the best teams in the league in Milwaukee and Toronto, all these Golden State and all this stuff. And then you got Dallas in there with this two-man duo and Brea and Luca that have this plus 15 net rating together. And it just shows you kind of a little glimpse of if J.J. Brea didn't go down, he meant so much to this team. And they, him and Luca, were playing so well uh, with each other that they could have really uh, pushed for something – at the second half of the season, but um, I don't have anything. I don't have any more stats and stuff. It, the Trey Young Luca thing is not even a discussion. Luca Doncic is just the Rookie of the Year. Uh, Trey can have these fun moments, and we can enjoy them, Mavs fans. Newsflash: You can enjoy Trey Young moments. It's okay. You you don't have to always bash the Pick dude. Aside. Like we can have a, no, a back one, Isaac. We can appreciate him and, and everything. They hate each uh, other. But no, this is. Um, and Hawks fans, like you said, the narrative. Yeah. Like, the narrative can be that both teams won the trade. Like, I think it could grow into that. That's fun, that both teams are happy about the trade. I Sure, the narrative can be – that narrative can be there. It really got to get a solid player out of
0: this, this next pick, though.
1: Yeah, but – but Luca's still the rookie of the year and it's not even the discussion. In my thing in my opinion, Luca would have to shut it down for the these last twenty games or nineteen or whatever games left. He would have to shut it down and, and Trey Young would have to score thirty and ten a game for it to even be a conversation. But yeah, as long as Luca keeps playing and we just seen what he put up in February, and if he even I mean, even if he dips down on all of those numbers, he's gonna win the rookie of the year. It's not even a discussion. So yeah. There you go. That's why we just talked about it for 30 plus minutes. Exactly. Because we talk about what the fans talk about. <laughs>
0: it's not even a discussion. That's why we just discussed it for 30 minutes.
1: Ooh, it, yes.
0: <laughs> that's what we do better than anybody. Discussing things that shouldn't be discussed <laughs> <for> that much. <laughs> All right, guys. There you go. The Mavericks next play on Wednesday, right?
1: Wednesday? No. Nah, they play the Nets.
0: Oh, they play, they play Monday. No, I just my calendar was loading slow. Uh yeah, they play the Nets on Monday. The Nets are kind of in a little slide right now. They they've they're 5 and 10 in their last 15 games. So should be an interesting game. They they're getting, they get Spencer Dinwiddie back. I think he's already been back for a couple games. Oh, really? Yeah, so hmm. we should be able to see Spencer. Um maybe this is this is one game maybe you watch the if you have League Pass, you watch the other broadcast because Ian Eagle and uh the rest of the crew whether they have Richard Jefferson or uh Sarah Carstrock, not Carstock cuz that's Game of Thrones, but- Her name is. She was just on Zach Lowe's podcast, but that's it's a great broadcast crew. Like it's really I love watching Nets games, so maybe tune tune into the other broadcast if you have league pass or something like that.
1: Yeah, big game against the Nets. We'll see what I mean. Dallas is coming off probably the worst loss this season. Worst loss in franchise history, Isaac. Wow. So let's see how they let's see how they respond uh, to the Nets in Brooklyn. They're supposed to have a ton of snow up there, so uh if you're going to the game let us know holler oh, at us yeah. We've, we have people uh all around the country that reach out to us and like hey i'm going to this game at this city um we can we cannot get you autographs all right just <laughs> letting you know that people also ask we will us not be and, there <laughs> and, <laughs> no uh we won't be there i cannot get you uh, autographs so anyway there you go guys that's all we'll be back tomorrow thanks so much for listening to locked on mavs peace out. boom